0: Welcome into Against the Spread, a sports podcast for people that don't know what they're talking about, by people that don't know what they're talking about. On today's Against the Spread, we are reviewing the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, LIV, what is that, 54? Yeah, what is something it? like, yeah, 54. Okay. Should be. Yeah, because when the I, okay. They should stop doing Roman numerals. We're not in ancient yeah, times anymore. Yeah, I agree.
1: I don't even know if they teach that in school anymore. They probably don't, these uneducated
0: children. Dylan, we can always tell when you have a thought about something because your phone comes off of mute. Did you have something to add to the Roman numeral debate? Oh, you
2: can hear that? Yeah. Is it noticeable? Oh, yeah. So do I just need to stop doing that?
0: Yeah, if you're like not going to add anything, I would keep it muted.
2: Um, well, I'm sorry. I don't I, well, I was going to say something but now I've lost. it. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Okay.
0: Well. All right, all right. So, reviewing Super Bowl 54, taking some listener questions, and then we are pleased to announce that we are the official podcast of the XFL. Yes. I don't think they've got one yet, so we're just declaring it. It's like it's like when America went to the moon and just planted their flag and now the moon is part of the United States. That's right. We're, we're just the official podcast. True. We're we're planting our flag right now in the XFL. There's an ATS flag. Apparently, we need uh, what what was the word to use the other day? A bug. A bug. Apparently, we need a bug to put on our flag. So, and then Dylan's pizza segment, of course. Dylan, do you have a do you have a pizza this week?
2: I do indeed. Oh,
0: perfect! Thank God. All, All right. right. It
2: is and it is a fresh made pizza it's not frozen
0: oh good okay wow all right well let's get started
2: well the first days are the hardest days don't you worry by easy street there is danger at your door think this through with me let me know you I want to
0: know is you kind? Against the Spread is brought to you by Facebook do you have a problem with the current event or something that just happened in the middle of a football game air your grievances out on Facebook Especially if you're a 40- to 50-year-old white woman. Facebook, log on today. I can't, yeah. hate, I can't hate too much because I made one myself, but it was more talking about the comments that were made.
1: Yeah, you know, social media is becoming more popular. Each one is taking their own direction, so Twitter's kind of become the news source social media format. Like, there's not a lot of interaction. there. There is, but there's not really.
0: Right. Instagram is just... There's interaction with people you don't know.
1: Right. Instagram is let me show off the cool things I'm doing. Or, right. Or my kids, or my wife, or her husband, whatever. Facebook is for your Karens, like you said. Complaining about how Hobby Lobby didn't give her the 5% discount. <laughs> <laughs> that Clearly the email said she deserved, or, or whatever it may be. So it's a tough look for Facebook.
2: Hey, don't hate on the Hobby Lobby now. I mean, that place is addicting to go to. I'm not going to lie
1: <laughs> I'm not uh, hating on Hobby Lobby. I'm just saying, like, that's how I, petty I, I, some of the I complaints are. On that end, and it's just to the point where Facebook is, it's,
2: it's, I can't be on it for long because it's just so aggravating just seeing all the ignorant people in Alabama saying the same thing over and over again um we're gonna you know, ble- we're confidence. gonna bleep out
0: the state name and just let people use their imagination yeah. okay
2: well i just hate it i mean i i agree with Corey. i mean twitter is now becoming the new go-to to me the go-to social media um, app um because to me everyone just you can say what you want, and people can't really get too ticked off about it.
1: And you can that's have like burners. Well, everybody's got burners, so that's why. You never <laughs> yes. know who you're talking to.
2: Exactly. And, with, well, I mean, Facebook, you could do that. I mean,
1: but
0: that takes more effort. There
2: to be people all the time, yeah.
0: so. They're usually just sex bots on Facebook and Instagram. So. All right, so let's actually start this week taking some listener questions. Court. if you want to fire up the email. Uh, by the way, you can email us listener questions at againstthespreadpod at gmail dot com, or you can send us a DM on Twitter.
1: So, Corey, go ahead. All right, question number one. This is from Derek. Oh, Derek He said, "Hey guys, now that the NFL is over, what are we watching on TV?" Bro, what? let me tell you something. This weekend it
0: starts real football. The XFL. <laughs> the XFL. Well, let me tell you, man, I, I've i never been more excited for a football season in my life. If you thought that AAF was good last year, I guarantee that the XFL is going to make it to their championship game this year. That is a guarantee. Bet your mortgage on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the game this past Sunday, the Super Bowl, it was okay, Um but to be honest with you, the level of quarterback play was pretty crappy. Yeah. Um, you've not lived until you've seen Brandon Silver's Troy Legend um, sling the ball for the Seattle Dragons. And um, and if he doesn't play good, BJ Daniels is coming in, and you always know
0: when a BJ is involved, it's going to be a good time.
1: That's right. So the Seattle Dragons are probably favored in this game. Um, <laughs> They're like picked last in the league. I don't think they are. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I'm too busy standing the Dallas Renegades, who I'm a lifelong fan of. Um, I'm all in on the Dragons just because of the logo. Our new head coach, Bob Stoops. They're great Uh, value. We've completely um, restructured our coaching staff. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Eric Dungy, former Syracuse great, is going to be under center, potentially, um, if he beats out – Landry Jones, but I think Landry Jones is probably going to win that job. And uh, I'm- is that is that Tony Dungy's nephew? I think this one's white, but then again, Tony, Tony Dungy's could be. <laughs> I don't know what team Tony Dungy's on; he's on both. Yeah, um, but no, I'm, I'm pumped. It's uh, next NFL is definitely on my TV. ABC I and wish, I just wish there
2: was one closer.
1: Yeah, Tampa Bay is the closest one to us, I believe. Yeah. At least I wish Atlanta – I mean, even if Atlanta
2: got one, that would be, you know, somewhat –
1: I'm surprised that you don't have
0: one. It'd be really cool if Birmingham would get a professional football team.
2: Yeah. Well, honestly, I thought the XFL would have been great in Birmingham.
0: I mean, if we just need a professional football team with a good – Just
2: a a professional team in
0: general. With a good social media – presence yeah that doesn't make your fans do weird <laughs> shout out videos we are
1: Birmingham thank you Dylan. welcome oh man that was great <laughs> so yeah the XFL is going to be on our TV uh anything else on our TV's now The NBA yeah yeah you are an, an NBA podcast guy. um trade deadline coming up things are going to get spicy uh college hoops that's one thing
0: Yeah, college shoot season is winding down. Uh, You know, it's about to hit March. We're early February now, so March is right around the corner. March is really when everyone starts tuning in to college Um, basketball.
1: Baseball? I got
0: one. Okay. College
1: softball. College softball. Yeah.
0: Who's who's preseason number one, Dylan? Alabama. Yeah. Montana Felts, if you're listening, uh, hit me up.
1: Um, baseball, Major League Baseball is going to get going. I'll watch opening day and then probably won't watch another game for probably a month. Yeah. And then they don't get back into it. I'll catch a Braves game. Yeah, i like, casually watch the Braves here yeah. and there, but I don't know. Like,
0: they're, they're on Fox Sports, Sports Southeast, and I'm just sitting on the recliner and got nothing else to watch. I'll put them on. Yeah. But. All
1: right. Question number two. This one comes from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is this a Team Baby Nut or Team Baby Yoda podcast? I don't know if you guys saw, but after the commercial Sunday, Planners did a live stream of Baby Nut in its nursery, and you could comment whatever you wanted him to do. And so like, he was hitting the whoa, he was dabbing. Oh, wow. It's, it, That's I, actually... It was, it was pretty entertaining. I'm not, I didn't watch it, but I saw clips. Pretty great work by their graphic designers yeah. to be able to do that.
0: Wow, we need to get those guys working for us. Wonder what their buyout is.
1: pretty significant I guess, yeah, we probably don't have the funds I, yeah, we don't <laughs> uh
0: i am not gonna lie just because we're in the middle of a season or one season has ended and we're waiting on the other. I'm not gonna abandon them. I love baby I love baby
1: Yoda, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree yeah I'll say that too, just because i'm I'm interested where they're going with with baby nut, yeah, and plus who wants to
0: see a baby nut like I'm a i am mean, I know that's good a good reason that's probably a whole genre on the internet, but not for this guy
1: yeah i'm the angle they're going with on this is I prefer my nuts to be eighteen plus <laughs> it's really interesting. <laughs> All right, here comes question number three. This is from a female listener. Her name is Shannon. Shannon, what's up, Shoddy? Shannon! She she said, hey, guys, my new boyfriend keeps telling me... Oh, boyfriend, never mind, Shannon. ...I belong in the kitchen. Should I be concerned, or is he just joking? Well, are you in the kitchen or not? If you're in the kitchen, you shouldn't be concerned. It sounds like she's not in the kitchen, and he's telling her to get in the kitchen. Okay, well, is he hungry, or did she...
0: Here's the thing, Shannon, did you promise him dinner... And then you came home after a long day and you were like, man, I don't feel like dinner. I don't feel like cooking. Let's go out. And he's like, get your butt in the kitchen. You promised me a home-cooked meal. If that's the case, then I'm totally on his side. He's
1: testing your commitment to him.
0: You have to go with your
1: promises. Yeah, Uh, I think he's just testing your commitment to him, making sure you're a woman of your word. Go
0: tell him to fix your car. Let's see if he does Mm -hmm.
1: that. A little the reverse sexism. Yeah,
0: there. I'm all about it. I'm all about reverse <laughs> reverse sexism.
2: <laughs> maybe he is just trying to test her to see how it'll go long term. Like if hey, if I'm hungry, will you make me a sandwich? Um, if I'm, you know, are you not going to make me a sandwich?
0: Maybe he wanted Uh, more than a sandwich, or maybe he maybe he wants to know if she can
2: even cook because he doesn't want to be the only one who wants who's trying to cook around
0: there. Maybe they could cook together, and that that's that's, that's one of the best best dates you can have is cooking together.
1: Yeah, this is it's not sponsored by HelloFresh, but if they wanted to, they could.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a shame we're sponsored by the XFL because (laughs) and and Facebook
1: (laughs) and and Facebook. we've got we've got two
0: pretty significant donors so we're I mean we're still looking HelloFresh if you want to talk to yeah. us but or well, what's the Blue Apron is that is yeah. the same thing
1: and Freshly and there's like yeah. 17,000 now there's too many well, that's ones. what happens something comes out and it's popular and everybody's like hey let me just throw it out there too yeah
2: hmm.
1: alright And the last question this is not from one specific person but just was, was that Ted Cruz wait what Dude, there was a dude who
0: looked just like Ted Cruz. Hold on, hold hold on, listeners. We, I think Ted Cruz is at the Alabama basketball game right now. He's
1: probably campaigning for Jeff Sessions. Wait, wait for it. Short on it, right there. Yeah, oh, look at him. You guys <laughs> <laughs> look just like Ted Cruz.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. Uh. So this one isn't from one single person, but just kind of a group. Of people, it was it was pretty big on our Reddit board today. Yeah, um, Dylan, people are wanting to know: is there a chance that your IT guy is involved in the Iowa caucus scandal?
2: You know, he was very quiet today, and he was not on his um, instant message at work. So there's a high possibility that he was, because but- I mean, he does make things difficult for us. So he probably decided to make things difficult for the state of Iowa as well.
0: Now, was he so, was he disrupting an election, or was he mining for Bitcoin? Hmm. That's the real question. Um, you know how fired you're going to be if anyone from your office ever listens to this. That would be awful.
2: I didn't mean to say that. No, well, I mean, no, he probably he wanted to disrupt the election. I mean, he already disrupts our office for mining Bitcoins. So he thought, you
0: know, I can multitask. I could do this. Yeah, Dylan, so, Dylan, can you say the phrase, that would actually be awful. I'm so sorry I said that. Can Can you just say that phrase really quick? That
2: would be awful. I didn't mean to
0: say that. Okay, cool. I'm going to dub that over where you just said. <laughs> a blessing in the <laughs> a blessing in the sky. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me, let me sound more heartfelt.
2: Okay, go.
0: That would... That would
2: be just awful. Um, I'm sorry I even sent that. Okay. Well, that,
1: that might have sounded sound cool. worse.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, you, p- you picked which one. Okay. One? Uh, are
1: will Are out. we on, like, academy level right now where you're walking in, like, saying, basically, I dare you? I dare you to send me home?
2: Okay. Oh. Wait, say that
1: one more time? Have you gotten to academy level where you're basically daring them to send you home? Uh...
2: I mean, no, not really, because I do a lot of stuff that they have to have that no one else would actually bother to want to do. Um, so, I'm not there yet, but it's getting close.
0: Alright. Corey, do you have any more questions? That's it. Alright.
2: Wait, so while we are on the okay. Iowa caucus real quick, right? can we just talk about how messed up
0: we're not a political a podcast, Dylan. I
2: know, but we can talk about it for a second. It's in the news.
0: It, it, it involves sports. It sounds, it, it sounds pretty messed up. It, it sounds, sounds crazy.
2: Yeah. There's football teams in Iowa we can talk about.
0: Yeah. Um, the children at the, the hospital, hospital in Iowa are very
1: uh, upset by this. Here, here's what I'll say. If you're, the state of, what? if you're the state of Iowa, how do you mess this up? Like you do two things. You you hold the caucus and you send white tight ends to the NFL. Yeah, and you just screwed one of those up. All right, whose
0: dreams are dying more—the children at the children's hospital or Joe Biden's presidential
1: hopes? I'm
2: not going Joe Biden.
1: There's not much hope. There's hope for the children. Yeah, the- I'm, I'm team children, so <laughs> I'll probably I'm
0: probably going to cut that for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, Dylan. Did you have anything else to add to that, or did you just want
2: to get out? No, okay. Okay. okay.
0: All right. There, well, there's there's your talking politics for the week. We can start introducing that as a segment, or we just hot seat America, <laughs> cool, cool throne, socialism because they're just spreading around the delegates. All right, let's talk about the XFL. So game one of the XFL season, 2.0. Seattle Dragons versus DC Defenders. Bit of irony. I think the Defenders will have an awful defense, and the Seattle Dragons, the underdog of the XFL, will get the first win in the XFL Part Two history.
1: I think it's gonna be a good game. However it's being played at um Audie Field in D C. Yeah. It's known to get loud, known to get rowdy. Um, you don't, you don't DC, go in there and just escape with a Well, week. they've never lost a game there. Yeah. The defenders haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that the combination of Cardell Jones and Malachi Dupree is gonna tear the X F L up this year They yeah. get started. I think Cardell Jones is maybe a year where he makes a run for the MVP. Yeah. Um, I think he's got his head in, head in a good place. No, so One thing about the Dragons,
0: you know, Silvers is starting. He's from Troy, and if there's one thing about people from Troy, they know how to plan a surprise attack. That's true. And they're the Trojans. And they're at the capital. And if there's one thing about Trojans, they're really good at staying in the pocket. So I think that Silvers is going to have a great game. He's not a very elusive guy, I don't think. I don't know. I've never seen him play. But... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he, he did I decent think, at Troy.
1: Uh, he did decent at Troy. Well, I mean, he has, um, he's a professional football player now. Check it Yeah, uh, from the Seattle Dragons. Embrace <laughs> debate. Some people are saying he's the best quarterback in Seattle. That's not me saying it. That's just the internet. He's um, the
0: best one playing from the months of
1: uh, February
0: to May.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm taking the D.C. Defenders 35-17. to 17. Wow, Acardell has a career I'm, day. I'm going because you know the scoring's
0: different in this. Oh, so yeah. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Dragons. Uh, let's say twenty nine defenders. Sixteen. Twenty nine. Sixteen. Dylan, do you have a score prediction?
2: I'm gonna go with twenty four. To 17.
0: Did you just say 24? Mm. 24. Okay. I thought you said 24. I was like, now I'm going to have to mute that.
2: No, no. No twat here.
0: Oh, my God. All right. So after that game, the Los Angeles Wildcats play the Houston Roughnecks. Now, I'm all about some Wildcat, but there's one thing that I love more than anything, and it's roughnecking. (laughs) So, <laughs> can't. I'm going with the Roughnecks, 31, the Wildcats, 28. I think
1: it's a very close game. This one I think is going to be close and low scoring. We have no idea what we're doing. We have no good clue who's the going to The Roughnecks play. quarterback is Connor Cook. Oh, yeah. Known to not play well in the big stage. And this is going to be the primetime game Saturday at 4 o'clock in um, TDECU Stadium in Houston, better known as the uh, Palace in Houston. Um, people are, you know, NRG bid to host this game um, and lost. So that that's really kind of speaking to the volume of this venue. Um, I'm going to go Los Angeles Wildcats. I think Kermit Whitfield is going to have a nice day in the return game. Oh, is he on their team? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, he's just going to be a do-it-all player. And I, I think he's they win. Gonna have to. I'm going to say they win 20 he, 25 to Is he 19. the only 5 star in the XFL? No, there's probably an Alabama player on here somewhere. I don't know. I don't recall seeing
0: one. You said 25-17? 25-17. Dylan, do you have a score prediction? Well, I'm going
2: to go with the Roughnecks as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have that kind of name, you yeah. better bring it. Yeah. So I'm going
0: to go with 29 to 22. All right, the Tampa Bay Vipers go up to New York to play the Guardians. Tampa Bay, they're going to a hostile environment. The weather is going to be a real factor for them. I'll let like the Guardians shut out victory, 17 to zero.
1: I'm going guard uh, the Guardians as well, and here's why. They have a leg up on everybody. In the XFL, except the Dallas Renegades, because of one player alone, AAF legend Louis Perez under center for the New York Guardians. Um, RIP Birmingham Iron. He was he was accurate. Some some referred to him as the Tom Brady of the AAF, and I think he's (laughs) going to transfer that skill set into the XFL. Um, and I think he's going to give Cardell Jones a run. I think he's actually going to be your runner-up for MVP in the XFL. Wow, that's high praise. Dylan, do you have a score prediction? Or what was your score prediction? Thirty-three to nine. I think that. That's that's a great. I don't even think they can kick field goals, but they're going to score nine. I think they can kick field goals. They can't. Uh, they can't
0: kick extra points. Ah.
2: Yeah,
0: I got it pulled up right here. Okay, here we go. Our stats. The extra the are, extra
2: point kick will be replaced with a scrimmage play.
0: Yeah, we're talking about. Pairing. We know that part. We're talking about we the. Just, can you kick field goals? Like, oh my
2: bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, it doesn't say anything about um field goals. Okay. I can I can look. Sorry, I, I was not prepared for that. I'm sorry. I let the ball down. On that. That's okay. Re- we asked you to me, do one thing. Uh, I'll look it up while, while, I, while we go to the next
1: Vi- one. Viper's head coach, by the way, Mark mm-hmm. Trestman. Mm. So take that take take that
0: for what it's worth. It's
1: being played in MetLife. So is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh being, my God. Being played in MetLife. Wow. So it's going to be a uh, sellout crowd in
0: MetLife Stadium. Yeah. For the Guardians. Who's the Guardians quarterback? Is it?
1: the guard, Louis Perez. Okay. Who's the Vipers quarterback? Aaron Murray. <sighs> mm. He never he plays me. well in the big stage. Um, so. That's
0: what I'm saying. I'm liking my shutout prediction even more now. Has he ever been in as big a stadium as MetLife? I doubt it. Well, but he's never played in a crowd that big, for sure. Yeah. There is no rule on a field goal. Okay, so maybe they can do it. Uh-huh. Corey, you have This is for little... the next
2: game. Okay. we'll just go ahead.
0: All right, we'll get, we'll get to it then. The St. Louis Battle Hawks are taking on the Dallas Renegades. If there's one thing I like more than anything, it's naming a bird and making it into some type of war machine type yeah. thing. So, I'm really liking St. Louis this year. They might be my sleeper team of the year. I like them going into Dallas and beating the Renegades, who I think are picked to win the league. So, real upset week one, Battle Hawks beat the Renegades 23-21.
1: So, quarterback for the Battle Hawks, I don't know who it's going to be. But they have. Oh, they have a Nick Fitzgerald mm-hmm. and Jordan Teamu battling Ooh. it out. Wow, two rivals. Um, their partner is Marquette King. Wow, <laughs> tough look for our guy. Yeah. Um, or is it a tough look for the NFL? It's that he a left tough look for me? the NFL, the honestly. XFL. Um, you know, I, I X- am,
0: XFL is all about diversity, man.
1: Yeah. Well, That's what I've heard. well, if you look at their guidelines, they don't have to implement a Rooney Rule. Because they just have it. it, They're already about it. That's right. Um, Here's the thing. Like I said, lifelong Roughnecks fan. Call me a homer. Excuse me, Renegades fan. Holy crap, this game's on ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) Lifelong I'm a lifelong Renegades fan um, since day one. And I'm not. Call me a homer if you want to. But I'm not turning my back on my boys. We are going to be playing in Globe Life Park in Arlington. Not mm-hmm. the new one, but I think oh, the it's old. Is it, is it the old one. Probably. Probably. Which is, I mean, this just shows you how much they they want them in Dallas. They forced the Rangers to move into a new ballpark. Um, kind of a big deal. So I think the Renegades are going to win 42 wow. to thirty. Five. It's going to be a shootout. Prom time. People are going to sit there and go, man, this is so much better than the game I watched last Sunday. Um, why couldn't this be the Super Bowl? Well, guess what? It's going to be. It's probably going to be. It's going to be. Yeah.
0: I don't know how their conferences or anything like that is set up. We could probably look at it. It may not
1: even be possible, but it's going to be. Yeah,
0: that's that's the Super Bowl. Week one is the Super Bowl between
1: Dallas and Bob Stoops' XFL debut. He's finally leaving the college game and and trying to challenge himself. Um So, how do they? Is there like a draft
0: like the NFL?
1: Do they just take the so, players? Yeah, they, do they just did something? have a draft.
0: I think.
2: I think they did. They did something. I can't remember
0: what it was, but oh. they
2: did do a, a, some kind of draft.
1: Do an auction drafty pansies. The uh team store is pretty swag. Is it? Yeah, it kind of.
2: Yeah, they not oh, terrible. They have but,
1: some cool rope hats. By the way, my water dog shirt came in. It
0: looks pretty not, legit. <laughs> not gonna lie, you need to get one because it's pretty sick. Uh, we're we're a little cross podcast too. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna go on the road with those guys.
2: So they submitted. They did do a draft. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about
0: phases. I'm talking about in future years. Like how how do they get to decide who they get to draft and who the NFL gets to draft? Oh, yeah. I
2: see what you're saying. Yeah, I smell what you're stepping in. I'm sorry.
0: Good, because I've been stepping in it a while. All right, um, that's it for week one of the XFL. Dylan, it's time for your pizza segment. Lay it on us.
2: Yeah, buddy. Um, so. I decided I was going to do the DiGiorno Buffalo Chicken uh, Cheese Stuffed Crust Pizza.
0: Sounds incredible.
2: But DiGiorno is, um, I guess, against sending it to small towns, mm. because I could not find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I had to go to the next best thing in Hartsel, which was Pizza Ed's.
0: Pizza Ed's Pretty. in Hartsel, Alabama.
2: That's right. If you're ever in North Alabama, Perfect. I, I, I actually do suggest stopping there. It's not just because of favoritism towards Hartzell. It actually is really good food.
0: Eat local.
1: That's what we uh, support 4. here. 4.5 out, out of 5 on Google. Pizza Ed's? 4.5? Yeah. Yep. That's an, that's an A. I I'm
2: not. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, it is pretty decent. Um, so I've tried the buffalo chicken pizza twice. I tried it once on the gluten free cauliflower
0: crust. Right. Oh wow.
2: Which was it did not taste like paper. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. And then I did try the hand tossed and it was much better. Okay. Except I could go a little more spicy.
0: Now are you do like are you reviewing both of these pizzas? <laughs> well
2: it's the same pizza just on a different crust.
0: So it's not the same pizza
2: but it is the same pizza
0: okay but you said it's on a different and any time you use the word different it means it's not the same
2: so is
0: a large cheese
2: pizza and a small cheese pizza different yeah no they're not it's the same pizza just a different no it's
0: not no it's not if you say the word different it means they're different
1: Dylan I have someone here who well they're not here but
0: you're chiming in on the live stream
1: their name is Savage no it literally is and they have a review for Pizza Ed's, and I want I want to give you the opportunity to defend Pizza Ed's on air. All right, let's go. They said, this was two weeks ago. The breadstick sauce was straight vegetable oil, and now I probably have to have beanies. <laughs> <laughs> also, I ordered a water, and they gave me an expensive extra-large Sprite to make money. Drink had no carbonation. What? That's the end of the review.
2: Okay. Well,
1: Savage. Uh, Dylan,
0: this is a really small town. Do you know this Savage person?
2: No, I don't know. I, I don't really care. Um, well, Savage, you probably actually had diabetes before walking in there. Um, <laughs> so let's be real, and I'm sorry you had some vegetable oil. I mean, I mean, you probably drink it out of your glass every freaking day. Um, do not talk <laughs> about pizza ads like that. <laughs> They actually mix in herbs with their, and first off, it's olive oil. It's not vegetable oil. Get it straight. Savage, you are not a savage. You can't get your facts right. I'm sorry. What's now, I'm, he's probably just tipped because insulin level, insulin cost is high, and, you know, he, he thinks his diabetes is going to get spiked, you know, whatever. Okay. I don't give a crap.
1: We're pro diabetes podcast. We're not pro diabetes, but we're pro we're, diabetes
0: survivors. Yeah, battlers. If if you're battling diabetes, we're on your side. That's right.
2: Exactly. Yeah, but I'm not on your side when you try to talk bad about
0: freaking pancreas. Sure. All right, so Dylan, let's start with a crust. Sure. Uh, let's let's just do the regular one. Do you get the thin crust? Do you get it pan? Do you get it hand tossed?
2: What what it's kind of hand tossed? Okay.
0: Are all their pizzas hand tossed? Yes.
2: Okay. Okay. They just they just opened up, you know. And I don't think they've been been open a year, so you know, they may move towards doing different crusts. Right. Okay, so they and haven't been they open have
0: They haven't been open long. No. Okay. So the crust is a... Is it crunchy? Is it kind of a little doughy? Can you work with it? How's the, how's the flop on it? Does it just,
2: um, it's, it's not doughy.
0: Yeah, does it just flop straight down when you pick it up, or does it hold no, kind of firm? No, it, it has
2: a good hold
0: to it. Oh, good, good. That's what you it want. It does have a good hold. Okay. Now, the cheese to sauce ratio, How is it a bit saucy? Is it a bit cheesy?
2: To me, they actually put the right proportion of cheese-to-sauce ratio. Okay, so
0: you're not getting lost in the sauce with that? No. Okay, good. Good. I've heard warnings about getting lost in the sauce, and I've always always worried about you because of all the pizza sauce. Now, the chicken, you said it's a buffalo chicken. The chicken, is it cooked well? Is it overcooked? Because, you know, they have to cook it once and then put it on the pizza, and then the chicken cooks again, so it could get overcooked like that. I I hear what you're saying.
2: Um, Let me first start off by saying the first time I ever had it, it was with the cauliflower crust. Right. And I think it was their first time, like, ever making it on a cauliflower crust because they didn't really want to make it at first. They kind of made them. Yeah. Um, Because you're... Because all they... you're You're an
0: enforcer like that. I mean,
2: uh, if I want my pizza, I want my pizza. Right.
0: So, they literally took a
2: chicken finger that was covered in buffalo sauce, so dipped in buffalo sauce, and just cut it. And just threw it on the pizza. hmm So, you're eating a one-inch, or one-centimeter. So wait, one wait, wait, centimeter wait. wait is, is the pizza,
0: pizza sauce, sauce that is that buffalo sauce, buffalo or is that, is that, that regular pizza sauce? sauce?
2: No, it is a ranch buffalo A
0: combo okay okay that sounds awful but anyway go ahead
2: wait 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 wait, what you know
0: i don't like condiments and that many condiments on a pizza just sounds terrible oh that is true
2: i forget about that yeah um but it was good but the second time they actually cut up the chicken smaller the
0: way they're supposed to yes okay
2: it was much better. So you, let me also you could argue
0: it. that Pizza Eds with a four point five review is actually improving.
2: Yes, I would say they, they learn.
0: Wow. They take they take from their reviews and they make it better. So overall, what would you score the Buffalo Chicken Pizza hand tossed from Pizza Eds? I give it a four point three. No. Out of ten? Out of ten?
2: Oh, out of 10. Oh, yeah. my bad. I thought we were on 5. Okay. Um, out of 10, I give it a 9.2. Okay.
0: Well, Ooh. your math doesn't add up there because if you went from a 4.3, which would be 8.6 to a 9.2. Okay. A
2: 9.3. Okay. Well, you just went
1: <laughs> off. You just went off. <laughs> you went the opposite way. You realize you're a setting a precedent okay. high. Um, All right, Dylan, you got to think about this. What's your favorite pizza
2: place? Um, it's Alfonso's here, and, well, okay. Wow. But here's the thing, you got well, here's the thing, though. You gotta they're take it pizza account. They're and in Pizza Ed's th-
1: under the bus already.
2: I'm, but I can't help it. I've had,
1: All right, no, so it's been longer. Alfonso's, what, what would you rate their pizza, just off the top of your head? I'd
2: give it a
1: 10. Okay, so do wow. you, so do you think it's only point seven better than Pizza Ed's? Wait, what? You've you've got you're If you're saying, do you think that it's only 0.7 better than Pizza Ed's? If you're saying Pizza Ed's is a 9.3, you're putting it pretty close to Alfonso's. Is it close to Alfonso's? Is it close or or is it not? Do you need to adjust your score? Okay, well, here's what I'm going to
2: say it is, to me, it's close to Alfonso's just for the pure fact of what all they offer at Pizza Ed's. We're
1: going taste, we're going pure taste.
2: I of, mean, it is of, pretty close. Of this pizza. I mean, I can't pizza. lie. Okay. okay. All right. All right. But my favorite pizza place is the place in New York. I can't remember what it's called, but it's... Sabara's?
0: Probably Sabara. What? Sabara. No, it
2: wasn't. No, no,
0: it wasn't. Papa John's. Nope. Oh. Anyway.
2: Anyways. Was. Chuck E. Cheese. I, I mean, hey, Chuck E. Cheese
1: is... Pizza is <clears throat> a step above Little Caesars. You got a point there, but you don't have to worry about getting shanked in a little Caesar's. That's also true. Or That's your true.
2: or
0: your child getting abducted. Yeah, if you have. Okay, children. but
2: let me. But while we're still talking about pizza, it's real quick, one one final plug. Uh huh. They have a fantastic buffalo chicken hoagie on fresh dough that they make every day. Mm-hmm. And it. You
0: get it with sweet potato fries and it's drizzled with caramel. The the sweet potato fries are drizzled? Yes. Oh. Now mm. alright. We might have to take a trip up to Hartzell for that. That sounds pretty good. Not the Buffalo chicken pizza or the sandwich. I'd find another sandwich, but those fries sound pretty bon. Mm-hmm. Alright. Let's talk about Super Bowl fifty four. Indy Reid finally gets his first Super Bowl despite not a hot start from Holmes including two interceptions one not really his fault and one probably the worst throw of his entire career yeah but is now Andy Reid has been known as kind of a guy who had poor clock management is Kyle Shanahan going to be known as the guy who just chokes away fourth quarter leads in the Super Bowl
1: I think Kyle Shanahan has a fourth quarter problem yeah um I've, I've been a witness to that myself, and, um, yeah, that, that we don't speak about that game. Um, but, yeah, I think yeah, – There's, like, three games we don't talk about on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, here's the thing. A lot of people are, are – which Kyle Shanahan's on the hook, period, but a lot of people are criticizing the offensive aspect of it. But I think, I mean, you got to look at the defense collapsed in the fourth quarter, and I think yeah. not enough people are talking about that.
0: Well, here's the thing is, you know, it's not really on Shanahan. Garoppolo missed two guys. He missed Emmanuel yeah, Sanders. Yeah, I mean, he makes
1: that throw, and it's probably ball game.
0: It's completely over. And then there's one play where he does miss Debo Samuel in the flat. I don't know if Debo Samuel gets a whole lot of yardage there, but he was wide open. Uh, but by the time the ball got there, he probably only gets five to six yards. Yeah, uh, It's not as wide open as people make it kind of seem to think. And then just Chris Jones makes a play, defensive lineman for the Chiefs, makes a play where Kittle was wide open with uh, uh, Terrell Suggs guarding him. Yep. Had a couple steps on him, and Chris Jones bats that ball down. So it's not really on Shanahan. He really had a decent game plan. Yeah, he probably there was a couple plays where he should have ran the ball. But even on one of them, it was a run play called, and Garoppolo audibled out and went to uh, the pass play that uh, was incomplete. So not completely on Shanahan in my mind. And also, you're probably playing against one of the best quarterbacks of all time i think by the time his career is over he's going to be one of the best if not the best depending how much you measure super bowls as being the best i think if he wins three or four post having kelsey slash hill on his team that'll be a real he's got to win one without one of those two guys yeah
1: Here's the thing. You know, there's this stat that goes around in the NFL, that I don't know either no quarterback has won a Super Bowl when their contract accounted for over 13% of their roster's yeah. whatever cap salary cap. Um, Pat Mahomes falls into that category because he's still on his rookie deal. right? But he's about to get paid. He's, yeah, he's still He's, about to be, on he's probably about to have the, the largest contract in the NFL history. Deservingly so. Yeah, I'm not but... saying he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. um so what does that do to the rest of the team oh you're gonna you're, you're gonna
0: lose Hill or Casey yeah or Kelsey sorry uh I don't know when their contracts end, but I've, if you're the if Chiefs, it's not next year it's the next
1: how old is Kelsey he's in seven years right
0: yeah he's about 28
1: 29 mm. but,
0: but we've seen with the Patriots how big. And tight both, ends are harder to come by than yeah, fast receivers. Both of those teams had a great tight end, and that's I would kind keep of been Kelsey. the secret over the past few yeah, years. Yeah, I would keep Kelsey. And we've seen, you saw with Cleveland, having a great wide receiver doesn't exactly get you anything.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I would keep Kelsey. Yep. Yeah. He's 30, by the way. Oh, he is 30? Oof. Yep. I, I just think receivers – that play similarly to Tyreek Hill are easier to find than tight ends like Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, interesting thing, the 3rd and
0: 15 where Mahomes hits a 44-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill was the same 3rd and 15 play used against the Pats in last year's AFC Championship game. Mm. Might needed to make a note of that. And then... At the end last year, or at the end of the Super Bowl, uh, I think on the second to last drive that the Chiefs had, there was a really cool call. I think it was on third down. It might have been the fourth down play where there's still the option of running. It was short enough. Uh, Neiman is playing linebacker, and there's like a delayed spy blitz almost, where just this gap completely opens up, and he pressures Guadalupe before. He's able to make any type of read, and I think that was the real difference. Is that Chiefs? They didn't pressure all the time, but when they got there, it was so so quick, and you yeah. didn't really know where it was coming from. Once they after those first couple drives, uh, when the Chiefs finally got their breath, and we heard Chris Long on Rosillo's podcast talk about as a defensive lineman, it takes you ten to fifteen minutes to actually get your breath in a Super Bowl, and I, I'm sure that's how it is for every position because you're like, holy crap, I'm in the Super Bowl. Right. But, but hearing from a defensive lineman that played in two, one two, say that really kind of speaks volumes as to what these guys think about and what goes through their minds in a game like this where, you know, everything those first couple drives the Chiefs didn't play terrible defense, but they kinda of got run through uh by the offensive line, and it might have just been because they didn't have their breath yet.
1: Yeah, and one thing that I thought was interesting that I've heard mentioned since then is the Chiefs play – a they play an aggressive style of offense. I mean, Mahomes yeah. is just throwing it all over the field. Going to the Super Bowl, though, prior to the fourth quarter, they had played pretty conservatively on offense. They weren't taking too many shots, Um, weren't playing as aggressive because – I mean, and understandably so, you're not going to make the same attempts in the Super Bowl that you do week 14 against the Jaguars because Mm -hmm. it's just two totally different stages. But Chris Long had mentioned that, honestly, getting down 10 points and being in the situation they were in almost, he thinks, forced the Chiefs to play like they played all year and say, well, we've we've got to play aggressive now. And that's when things started to click and they came back.
0: By the way, 10 points is the second biggest – uh, second half comeback in Super Bowl history. That's pretty crazy that it's only ten. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have to talk about number one. I don't know but, what
1: that one would be, <laughs> number one. But uh, yeah, that 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 actually is pretty surprising, though, for real, because that's not. It's, it's not, that's not a large, large margin at all. Yeah. No. I think we all saw the
2: ending of how the game was going to end. I mean, just how the Chiefs played through all the postseason. Uh, I mean, not surprising they came back and won it.
0: So Yeah, to come back from double digits down in three playoff games like that, especially the one against the Texans where it just looked like a lost cause in the first quarter. Yeah. So that's a really impressive playoff run.
1: Yeah, it, it was impressive um, that it was every single week. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what made it even more impressive. So now that the NFL playoffs are, are – done looking back on it what is your overall thought on it your lasting impression on the NFL playoffs that just ended uh i think nobody really believed in the
0: 49ers all year and i think they yeah. kind of will go into next year with that same mentality i think sherman kind of got exposed um being a one-on-one matchup guy, I think he's more of a zone defensive player where he can read the quarterback rather than trying to keep up with a man. And I think that kind of got exposed, and I think maybe they make a change there. Because that their defense was great for most of the year, but there was a couple plays where Sherman got exposed and really led to the comeback starting. uh in this game, so I think they, they gotta adjust, adjust some, some things defensively. But I, way too early prediction for twenty 2020, twenty 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 one season. I think the forty ers win the Super Bowl next year,
1: pending they don't do chance. something stupid. Yeah, um, in some ways the playoffs did not live up to my expectations as a whole. But the reason for that is, is because I anticipated the Ravens to be in the mix. Yeah. And when that got stomped right out the gate, that kind of took a little bit away from me. But um, the Titans run is something that I'll remember from this playoffs. Um, Obviously, like you said. Well,
0: that's the thing is if the Ravens beat the Titans, I think they beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs, they weren't good. They weren't awful at run defense, but they definitely weren't good. And you're definitely not – they didn't get – pressure up the middle with Chris Jones enough to be able to stop the mesh point and to be able to stop the read option with Ingram or Edwards and uh Lamar Jackson back there so I think the Ravens had they beat the Titans would have been in the Super Bowl and it would have been the quicker Super Bowl clock time uh in history
1: yeah yeah I agree um but the Super Bowl, it was it was okay. I mean, it was the first three. It was quarters. better than last year's. So. Yeah, it was definitely better than last year's. Yeah. I mean, you would have. It's hard not to be. Last year's was one of the worst, if not the worst. So, but all in all, I, I thought it was it was pretty good, and I'm, and I'm happy for Andy Reid. Yeah. yeah, disappointed they didn't show him as a Hall of Famer for sure now. So, in, if he wasn't before, in the punt passing kick, that yeah. was disappointing. But that was pretty. I can't believe they didn't show it that. Yeah, it's almost like they know.
0: They have producers placing bets
1: on the no and just being like, yeah, guys, we're not going to show that. All right, y'all have anything else? Yeah, that's it on it for me. I think it's pretty cut and dry. Doing? I'm good. All right. Thanks for joining
0: us for this week of Against the Spread. We've got a lot of fun things. We even have kind of a semi-studio coming soon for us. So... Stay tuned for that. Dylan, in April, late April, will finally be paying his uh, debt uh, for losing fantasy football this year, and will be running a 5K in a dinosaur costume. It will be on video, and it'll be probably our first ever Facebook, Instagram video of all... Of ever. Of all time. Of ever. (laughs) Probably will be our greatest of all time, because... Oh hey, I got something. Okay, Dylan, go ahead.
2: How about that? I finally watched Division Three.
0: Uh, we noticed oh. that in the text thread. You made a reference to it, and I was I was very excited. That's I was proud.
2: I did finally watch it. Uh huh. And and your
0: thoughts? It
2: wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be.
0: Uh huh. How much did you laugh? I'd probably
2: give it like forty percent.
1: Okay. Okay, I'm not sure that a, pretty, that's...
2: a pretty decent amount. All right. What was
1: your favorite scene? Or, like, joke? I can't
0: get over how much this dude looks like Ted Cruz. I he just does. showed him again. All right, uh, what was your favorite scene? I
2: really did like the party scene. I thought that was pretty funny. And, I, I mean, I what? did get a good <sighs> chuckle out of superhero push ups. I'm not going to lie
1: what
0: are you talking about what party scene it's been two years since I've seen the movie since you've had it this whole
2: time the party scene where they're like at the like after they win you know and the, the rivals come in
0: and then they all get in a fight and the um are you talking about Blue Mountain State right now no <laughs> I think that's seen in Blue Mountain State too. No,
2: so. it is not. When you rewatch Division Three, we will have this conversation. Okay, well, I'd,
0: I'd love to be able to rewatch it, but you've had it my movie for three years. So. It's
2: almost been.
0: All right, all right. Like I was saying, thanks for joining us uh, this week of Against the Spread. Hit like on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram soon to be coming uh, because of the video. And probably gonna get a YouTube too. Who knows? We're just gonna be all over the place. Uh, also, subscribe to us on iTunes. We're gonna be other places. I don't know where all we're gonna be yet. Who knows? Just find us everywhere. somewhere. Yeah, we're we're freaking everywhere, man. <laughs> we're all we're worldwide. We're Mr. Worldwide since Mr. 305 didn't even make an appearance in the 305 halftime show. I was very disappointed in that. Yeah, I was not. I was glad. Yeah, I was kind of glad too. i not going to lie. All right. So, as always, have a great day. As far as I'm concerned Without an open mind You're never
2: going to learn Maybe someday we'll question here. Um how do how do you do y'all remember how to change the so where your phone doesn't go
0: um, where it doesn't do the pinging sound? Yeah, the little button on the side? You just flick it to the back.
2: Uh the um what you call it? Vibrate. Where it doesn't no. Where it goes I mean it doesn't go dead, it just goes like in sleep mode.
0: The pinging sound. It's that little button on the the... side. You flick it to the back.
2: No, because I'm having to charge it on my wireless charger, and I'm plugged into my headphones right now. Right. And I want to, in case I need to mute myself, I don't want to have to pick it up, unlock it, and then... Do you know what I'm talking about? You know how you can change it? You know, it can go to sleep in like 15 seconds, or you can leave it on for... It doesn't go to sleep mode.
0: Yeah, oh, you
1: probably just go to screen time settings. It's in your it's, it's in time, your settings.
0: Uh,
2: display settings. Ah, there it goes.
0: Okay. You find oh, the shit. settings. Well, I'm
2: in it, I'm into the display mm-hmm. and it's it's the thing brightness. On,
0: it's the thing on the side. You flick it to the back.
2: What are you talking about? <laughs> flick it to the back.
0: You're asking how to keep it on silent, right? No. Oh. Are you sure?
2: Yes, I know. I'm not. A, I'm not a, I mean, I don't, but not that much of one. <laughs> I'm trying to get it to where it doesn't go to. Where,
0: I, or it doesn't vibrate. No, you're
2: killing me, small. All right. Um, if
0: you don't want to go to sleep, just don't hit the button on the side, because that's what that's what turns the I screen off. Oh goodness!
2: But see, mine have the, the facial thing, and if I don't have my face in front of it, it just goes to sleep. Uh huh. And I can't get it to... I don't remember. Well,
0: that'll teach you to buy such an expensive phone, Dylan. It's not, it wasn't even that
2: expensive. Oh, shh. Nope, look at it. Oh, goodness.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it the droid? It says...
0: Yes, it's a droid. Um, That's really? Right. I think he's got like a 10, I think. Uh, it's an XR. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. It's a Honda. XRV Oh, okay, maybe I found it Did he he get it yet? No How long does it take to flick the button on the side to the back? I could come through the sauna Now I would (laughs) (laughs) I, I just,
2: I wish they would make things simple Like they used to do Nothing simple in this world anymore when? Low power mode? Oh, that's why. Okay. My phone is, is almost dead. That's why it won't let me change it.
0: Mm-hmm. You can change it from low power mode, though. I could
2: do that. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. That's why I keep
0: you around. We're almost four minutes into this, and you <laughs> just now are figuring out how to do this. Okay. Now we're good. Now we're good. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was setting up a podcast by Against the Spread.